Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. Episode 69. Yes, everybody, you can thank your lucky stars. It's just me, your humble host of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. This is Brent Carlson, and this is a land in free week on the Dryline Farmer Podcast because apparently he has to work more than three weeks in a row. So he's out on the frontier on the range somewhere, maybe driving a tractor, pulling a sprinkler out. Maybe, I don't know, Landon, do you have cattle? Oh, that's right, you're not here. Well, nonetheless, I'm here, and that's really all that counts. I mean, after all, I kind of, you know, I'm here. It's at my house, so I kind of have to do something, you know, every three weeks because Delaney gets kind of upset if I don't come out with something every, you know, month or so. Anyway, I'm trying to make my, can I make my voice a little deeper, kind of like, because I just started watching Yellowstone, and I flicked it over to Law & Order right now, and they, you know, they got the hot assistant DA, like always, you know. So, uh, you know, I get to watch that and everything. And it's just, I'm back and forth between voices, so uh, deal with me here. Well, everybody, we are sorry that we've been gone for so long. We've had a uh, farming get in the way of the podcast. We've had all kinds of excitement going on from from too much rain, if that's hard enough to believe, to now, of course, it stopped raining and we're ready for some now, to hailstorms, windstorms, everything in between. We've been planting, we've been replanting, we've been spraying, we've been cutting wheat, we've been doing everything under the sun you can possibly do on the farm. Sorry, I had to swallow my spit there. You know how that goes when you talk real fast. So we've been doing all that, and we've been kind of just getting along with everything and uh, finally kind of starting to get caught up. We've been to steer shows every freaking weekend. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. And I keep saying we because, you know, that's kind of what I'm used to. I usually have a team member here. You know, I always enjoy how people uh, – and, like, so I'm watching Law & Order here, and the uh, this chick that's playing the prostitute – because there's always a prostitute on the Law & Order episodes – well, she, she's the hot assistant DA on the newest version of Law & Order, and I can't remember her real name, but um, she's pretty much dressed, which is ironic, she's pretty much dressed the same as playing the prostitute as she is the assistant district attorney, which I find kind of ironic, you know, because they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, and um, it's just really interesting. I've got it on mute now, so I can't really hear what she's saying, but, you know, she's got the dark hair and the pouty lips and everything, and... Uh, it's it's pretty you know it's, of course so of course they've got the uh, real manicured eyebrows and everything that kind of freaked me out so uh, you know they get typecast I guess after a while prostitutes lawyers what's the difference they're all in it for a buck or a f- never mind <laughs> anyway so uh, like I said the farm has been uh, pretty out of this world as far as farming as goes um, got we got oh I'd say what. 80, uh, 60 to 75 percent we lost all of our cotton that we planted and uh, we replanted about 50 percent of that to milo and it's finally starting to come up although we've got some dry land that we thought we planted in the powder and um yeah it's 
actually come up. I don't know what it germinated on, but it's coming up. And uh, we're probably actually going to have the stand that we wanted, which is about 60% of what we planted. So, you know, you got, we got that going for us because as Milo we found, we had one place where, uh, this has been years ago, we had about a half a stand and it made more than the full solid stand we had, you know, next to it that got like runoff or whatever because it was, uh, you know, a whole lot thicker and it burned up a lot quicker as the old saying goes. So yeah, we got Milo coming up. It's probably what, half an inch tall, an inch tall. And then we've got cotton starting to, we'll probably start squaring there and there, oh, maybe the end of the week. So we've got that to look forward to. And the corn, corn's probably look as good as it ever has. Uh, we had such a great start with everything and the rain and the sunshine and then the rain again and we've already gotten our first shot of fertilizer on there so we're pretty excited about that if you can get excited about it and uh we had steer shows this week uh, past three weekends in a row we've had well the first one was a heifer show last two were uh steer shows up here in the panhandle and uh they were uh, they're pretty good learning experience for a little man of course we did it me and my wife did it when we were both kids growing up she showed the angus heifers and i did the club calf deal and we all had our varying varying uh array of success so um we are my wife and i don't really fight very much like hardly at all but i think we might have met the catalyst that could start a few in this whole calf showing deal and even still they're pretty minor as far as couples fights go but uh yeah just <laughs> apparently i don't know how to drop uh tie a slip knot so um even though i did it for i don't know 20 years and i don't know maybe i'm maybe i do am doing it wrong but I've never had a calf get away so you know we have you know, it's pretty escape proof. I mean, it looks like crap. I mean, it looks like I did it blindfolded because um, it's not very pretty slip knot. And hers look loose, but they never, you know, come undone. So I guess she does. She knows what she's talking about a little bit, at least in this aspect. Well, uh, it, you know, you got you got to let them have a win every once in a while. But guys, we've got actually got a pretty new exciting deal uh, this week. We've got Landon out this week, so I can't really just do this flying solo. So we've got a special guest. He's um, quite an interesting character, um, and I say character in the most literal sense. Uh, Harlan Cunningham. He's a he's a concrete contractor, and uh, we I came across him all here over the last few weeks. I've gotten to know him a little bit, and and I actually met him at the steer shows down there. And he's kind of got a story that um, he really wanted to get out on the airways, and it kind of treated as like a public service announcement to all you um, stock showers and stock show visitors alike. He got into it with a lady and her dog that she brought to the uh, the whole stock show. Um, and, you know, it was one of these little five-pound dogs, little terriers or little one of these things. And, uh, you know, we were I ran across a bunch. It seemed like I ran across a bunch at the first heifer show down in Belton. And But these at least had the whole uh, that vest on, like I'm a service dog. And, um, you know, they, those, were, those were probably like lab-sized dogs. And they were... Uh, you know, they were trou trouncing around, and I don't know if these were emotional support animals or, you know, they were actual, like, you know, they got all kinds of diabetic dogs that can can sense a diabetic shock about to happen or PTSD dogs that can sense that when a, when a, you know, affected person can is affected by PTSD and they can sense when an attack is about to happen to them and a panic attack, which I find, you know, really interesting and extremely useful. But the dogs here that I think Harlan came across with, and he really had, I mean, a run-in is almost another literal another literal term here. Uh, I'll just let him tell you about it here in a little bit, but it's a really interesting story. And uh, he got asked not to return to the Ollie Liner Center in Plainview, Texas ever again. And it's pretty sad because his kids still had like, I don't know, four or five, four or five years, I believe. 
So, uh, you know, I guess maybe his kids can still show there, but uh, he asked not to uh, return. So I guess he'll have to send the wife or <laughs> or maybe the stepdad or something. So he's uh, he's going he's gonna to give us that spill. So Harlan Cunningham, great new interesting fellow that we met. And um, he actually did some work for us here oh, a few years ago. He did some oh, he did some pavement, and then he even uh, got the rebar out and did all. He did it upright. He's a he's a great hell of a contractor, but uh, got a little he got a little out of hand at the stock show. So I'm gonna let him tell you about that. We've got a interesting uh, sponsor this week. It's um, these guys. Let's see what I've got it written down here. A drip oil. These are drip oil distributors, and uh, for all your turbines out there. Uh, you know that that those turbines need drip oil to keep those uh, bearings and that shaft nice and lubricated. So uh, we've got the drip oil. Uh, I'm not sure what the actual name. If it's just a, is it fluid incorporated? It might be that drip oil might be their main uh, main uh, product there that they uh, that they sell. In. So we've got them. Randall Ricardo. He's had almost a month off, and you know pretty much when he quit reporting is when it quit raining. So that's a pretty big. Uh, I would say that's a pretty big coincidence there. Radar Ricardo takes the day off or takes the month off and it quits raining. So hopefully this will kickstart those clouds again. We had some, uh, man, they've got a greasy looking actor on the sitting on the stand on law and order right now. And they've got the pompous defense attorney. That's it's like, I know my client's guilty, but I've got a, especially when it's a bald white guy, you know, accused of murder and Sam Waterston's about to stand up and say objection. She's, you know, irrelevant or something like that. The dude, the bald guy, the bald defendant, it's almost got a mullet. Like, there's absolutely no business in the front. It's just all party in the back. So, um, I, I've, I don't know how many hundreds of episodes of Law and Order I've watched, but this has got to be one of the top. I've, I've had lots of topics. Um, I really wanted to get to the food. We had a little food uh, thread going on Twitter here. What was it? A couple weeks ago, I think Angie was in on. Angie Setzer, a uh, host of the Girls Ag Talk, uh, Girls Talk Ag Podcast, which while we're there, let's mention the Global Ag Network. That's the network we're a part of. We are uh, glad to be on it with uh, Girls Talk Ag and, of course, Casey Seymour. From what I heard, I talked to this guy. He was in the Ukraine. Is it Ukraine or the Ukraine? I can't remember because it's not the Texas, but it should be the Texas. And um, I don't know. He was. It was like 3 in the morning when I talked to him, uh, Ukrainian time, and I, he never did tell me what, what he was doing over there. So, um, but he's a host of the Moving Iron podcast, and uh, that thing's really growing. Dude does a crazy amount of great content, not just content. He's not just filling time. He's not just filling airways. He's filling with good content. Video. He's got the freaking curtains. I don't. Do you call them curtains? I don't know if just a, maybe a backdrop. Backdrop. He's got video. He's on the air. I don't know every other day with with a guest. He's got Angie on there. He's got market guys. He's got everything and anything you want in the ag sector so go check him out we're kind of um we, we've kind of become pretty good uh, pretty good buds over online anyway so uh and we've gotten to meet up once did a little interview with each other so check out casey casey seymour and of course the flagship is ag news daily with delaney and mike and they're doing a great job and and they've got some big name interviews on there and um if uh you want haven't checked them out give them a look so and where do you find all these great podcasts well you're going to find it through the global ag network but Anywhere podcast or sold or given away in our case, that's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I think Delaney's even set up some more venues for us or uh, outlets, maybe outlets. So uh, check all those things out. We've got that. We've got Radar Ricardo. We've got Drip Oil, uh, drip, the Drip Oil Advocate. I don't know. I'm going to have to check it out. Anyway, that's our sponsor this week. It took us almost a month to get them, but they finally 
uh, finally took the bait. I mean, they finally we finally got together and worked out a tariff or deal or something. So we've got that, and we're going to interview Harlan Cunningham. And is it what's that uh, whole incident sold? The incident at the Grundy County auction, John Michael Montgomery or something, JM Squared. They used to call him in the nineties. But Harlan Cunningham makes his debut appearance on the Dryline Farmer podcast right after this. Hi, y'all. This is Evelyn Van Landingham down here at your drip oil advocate. Do you have the drip? Is your shaft really losing its lubrication? What about your ball bearings? Are they having trouble keeping up with everything that your hole desires, everything that it needs to keep your operation running smooth? Well, this is your only place for your favorite drip oil because when you have the drip, you'll need the oil to cure that problem. Does your shaft, does it move up and down and creaks and cracks as it does? Or what about your ball bearings? Are they brass? Do they clang when they work? Well, it needs Drip Oil Advocates special formulation. Because when you have the drip, you don't want to do anything that's less than the best. And we have the best drip oil to cure your drip problems. We have everything from cup sizes all the way to a 55-gallon drum of the juice for your shaft. That's correct. We even do wood line shafts for those older people, older machines that can't quite get that shaft readiness and hardness that all wells really want to have. Because you're not going to get anything pumped out of the ground without our Drip Oil Advocate Special Formulated Drip Oil. Nobody likes a machine with the drip. We'll stop that drip with our drip oil. You call us today, your drip oil advocate. Tell them Evelyn sent you, and we'll give you a cloth and our drip oil magazine just because you mentioned Evelyn. Drip oil advocate, when nothing less than the best will do for your drip. Ricardo, did I said you bringing a giant for a podcast weather update. Well, Brent, I'm all relaxed and all ready to get back in the swing of things or whatever. And like, I'm watching, I've been, you know, like, I'm over at your house right now and I'm watching the Pizza Law and Order. And it's like that hot chick, that Elizabeth Crone. I think it's Crone, is how you say it, in like Sherman or whatever. And she's a hot, she's a hot assistant district attorney in this version. And man, I tell you what, man, that chick can move it like a, bend it like Beckham or whatever, even though I think it's a dude. Hey, Vato, uh, glad to hear you're back, and, uh, man, Pinchy Landon, man, he thinks he's, he's not working, he's got some softball tournament or something, trust me, he's not working. Hey, uh, as far as the weather, I, I noticed you said, you made the, uh, inference that, uh, I quit giving forecasts or whatever, and it quit raining, so hopefully this will get it, this will get it jump-started or whatever, and, then, like, maybe it'll, you can turn, like, a, the sprinklers back off and everything, and it'll put everybody in a, in a better 
But uh, nonetheless, I digress. But though it's going to be in the 90s, you know, for the foreseeable future, because, you know, I mean, it is June and almost July. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Harlan. Harlan slipped me a camel in there, man. I smoked it a long time. But uh, so, yeah, like 90, 92, 93. It got like pizza hot, like 97 today, and like 90. Like 99 yesterday, I thought it was like all pizza hot or whatever. But hey, you know, it's the summertime and that's what happens. Hey, this week's sponsor, your drip oil advocates. Hey, I mentioned Evelyn's name and they gave me a they gave me a, a shop towel and like the drip oil advocate magazine and like it, it, it tidied me over for a week or so. You know, you know, get some good reading material. You know, I like the articles or whatever. But uh, check it out, man, Evelyn. She's a heck of a she's a heck of a lady. She's She's only 87, you know, but so bad. Hey, uh, hey, I gotta go. Hey, this is a Radar Ricardo, a Dinacerio. Affecting you. Hey, Bato, you said drip. So I just read an article on how to not uh, use fill, like I just did there, use fill words like uh and you know and like and anyways and stuff like that, stuff like that, those words. So I'm really working on it. So if we had a drinking game that would keep me from saying all those filler words like uh the well not the i mean that's a preposition but you you know see i just said you know but you know like anyways and stuff all that i'm working on it to be more professional i mean and i mean that's probably one too you can't say that so we're working on it i'm working on it to keep this professional but yet lighthearted podcast the dryline farmer podcast well guys we've got the newest guest Coming on to the show, Harlan Cunningham, and he's on the phone right now. We're going to bring him up, and uh, hopefully we can get him a, a good clean line, and uh, we're going to talk about what happened there at the uh, Panhandle Parade of Breeds. That's at the Ollie Liner, Ollie Liney, Ollie Liner Center in Plainview, Texas. I think even Steven Stevens, is it, is it really Steven Stevens, or is that just kind of your Twitter handle? I'm going to write that down because i got to tag you in it now since I mentioned your name. Steven Stevens, I kept trying to look him up. It's like some kind of medic, air medic, or something to that effect. And I don't know if something is another uh, filler word, but I'm going to look it up nonetheless. So Harlan, um, let's see, we got him coming. Yeah, we've got him coming. <laughs> I'm pretending like I'm talking to somebody. I like I've got three producers here, so it's just me. Trust me. So uh, we're gonna bring him up now, Harlan. Um, let's see here. Do, do we have that line? Do I have that line open? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Harlan, talk to me, buddy. You there? Yeah, Brent. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. Are you there? Yeah, Harlan. Hey, good to talk to you, man. A uh, long time. Well, not a long time. Heck, we just met a month ago, but um, I've gotten to know you over the over these last few steer shows we've been to and everything, and uh, kind of. I tell you what, you're you've got more than one store that you can tell that'll keep the whole bunch of going. Ah, oh, you know, Brent, when you when you've been around as long as I have, <laughs> you know, it's uh it's quite an interesting uh quite an interesting life you lead, you know, when you're in the concrete business. You know, I did have a I was a, a little stint there for a while, I was a county extension agent. Things things just didn't work out between me and the parents too well. And, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't see this in your pre interview that you were a county extension agent. Uh, yeah, that was a oh, that was a great time in my life, Brent. It it only lasted for about 18 months, and uh, I tell you what, it was really it was better for everybody that I didn't uh, keep on as an extension agent. And went into concrete, and you, you know, you can yell it, you can yell at adults, but by God, you yell at a you yell at a nine year old for doing a shitty job at a method demonstration. By God, I tell you what, they don't put up with that kind of shit. 
Hey, now, Harlan, I got to tell you, buddy, this is P- PG-13 show. Um, just see it. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that, Brian. I tell you what, when you're out in the concrete business, as long as I am, you kind of get a little rough around the edges, if you know what I mean. You know, everybody around here, they get some damn. Forget, forgive the term. They get all yeah. stupid and everything. And I, it's just, it just really burns on my ass a little bit. It singes the back hairs of my, of my upper torso. <laughs> you know, I learned that in the... Uh, back there in animal science. I'm an animal science degree. Actually, I don't have the degree. I made it for three years, and I went ahead and finished out at a, at a four-year. It's actually a four-year community college, if you can believe that. Oh, four. I thought they were all two-year. Yeah, that's what people typically think. Uh, this is four-year. This is a. This is down here on the Gulf, down in Louisiana. It's a. It's the it's the Cajun Creole uh, Community Junior College. For uh, senior college dropouts is what it is. Well, that's kind of a that's quite a uh, college. What do they have any sports or anything? Uh, they have what? They have any sports or anything? Oh shit, yeah, hell, we can gig frogs every night. Hell, I was a champion gigger. I was a champion gigger my senior year. So you were a? Did you let her in gigging? Did you let her in gigging, Harlan? What's that supposed to mean? I'm just asking you. You said you were all all national gigger or something. I thought that was the Texas A&M. Texas a and I don't. I still don't get why they. What? Why is gigum a battle cry? I never did get that. I just like hell. I just like the taste of it. To be honest with you. Well, hard to argue with you there, Harmon. So well, that's good to hear. You got your degree. You did the county extension agent. Tell me about your concrete business. Hey, Brent, we do everything. We do paths. We do pavement. We do sidewalks. Hell, we'll even do your wife. To pay <laughs> Just kidding. Although, really. But, no, it's a, we're pretty much a general contractor concrete business. We get, we get everywhere we can in the time amount that we tell you, even though it's whatever we tell you, Brent, you pretty much add six weeks, and that's what we get. Well, that's the, that's the experience I've had with a lot of concrete guys. Well, Brent, with, between all these wind turbines and everything, that concrete guy, he just can't get his ass out of the bed fast enough. And, Hell, he can't get home quick enough to get him a little look. You know what I'm talking PG-13, Harlan. Sorry, sorry about that, Brandon. I tell you, man, being out on the, being out in the field, it's just, it makes a guy rough. What can I tell you? Well, Harlan, okay, well, thanks for that little background. Look, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, so, at the Ollie Liner Center this uh, couple weekends ago, you were at the steer show. I, I saw you were a couple alleys over from it. Yeah, that's right. Well, um... I heard uh, there was a was there an incident? Yeah, was there there was an incident, right? Yeah, I mean you could say that. He called the cops showing up for some dumbass dog incident. An incident, I guess it's an incident. Well, Harlan, why don't you? Um, I'm reading the. Well, I don't know if I'd call it really call it a police report, but um, it says here that um, let's see, you uh, you were. Originally charged with a simple assault uh, and cruelty to animals. Is that is that am I right so far? Yeah, Brent. That's a uh, charges were drunk. Yeah, I know. But originally you were charged with a simple battery and a cruelty to animal charge. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, you're gonna make me look like a class A asshole, aren't you, Harlan? I'm just I'm just telling. I'm just reading the story as it read. I mean, it's public record. I, anyway, go go on. Well, so uh, well, let's just go from there, Harlan. Tell me, just give me your side of the story here. Well, Brent, as you know, I was uh, down there. As you said, I was down there at the stock show, and you 
Did you hear? Did you hear what was going on? Did you hear that little son bitch dog yapping and yapping and scaring my cattle, scaring my kids' cattle? Yeah, you know there was more than one dog from what I saw. Is uh, most of a bunch of them little dogs? Oh, hell yes, these little piss ant dogs. Nobody could get any use out of. Now, did they have any of those? Did they have any of those um, vests on that t- tell them? You know, tells everybody you're a service dog. If you consider shitting where you walk a service, then I guess they're service dogs. Other than that, though, they ain't, they ain't nothing. Okay, so we're just going to go with the no on that one, right? Yeah. No, no is right. All right, Harlan. So uh, just tell me tell me what went on, man. Well, I was – to get right down to it, I, we were we were tying down the calves for the night. And uh, <clears throat> this old fat lady, I mean, she took her damn kids. I tell you what. I was looking at her. Tying down my calf, and she had this little shit terrier, I call it, yapping and barking, and she had it on a leash. And this, oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta pick it up and carry it because it's, you know, a little piece of shit dog, and, and all this and all that. And it goes yapping. Well, I look up and I kind of gave her a dirty look, and you know what she did? You know what she did? Tell me, man, that's what you're here for. She dropped that dog, and that little son of a bitch went over and healed my ass. Like, like a border collie, like a blue healer? Why, shit, yeah. Damn. Yeah, okay, so what happened next? Well, uh, I, I took a breath, to be honest with you, Brent. I took a breath, and, um, oh, I get sick just thinking about it. By the way, Harlan, where are you? Well, I'm, I'm actually sitting here at the bar. They're making me a little margarita. And I'm, this is, you know this is the last damn place in Texas a guy can smoke at the bar. I'll be damned, really. Hell, I saw they just, uh... I about saw they're banning the electronic cigarettes in San Francisco. Yeah, that's a. I wish they banned San Francisco from existing. That'd be nice. But uh, anyway, so we just got back from the wash rack, blowing them out, doing all this and that. And um, like I said, this lady came in. She had, you know, she's one of these, these painted up steer show moms. Had her I Love Jesus shirt and everything. Anyway, she had a, I tell you what. Took the damn kids to the steer show. That's what we did, and now we have to dodge all these mother effing dogs. And it's and this is this is the one I was totally upset about. She got up to drop that dog, went over and healed my ass. And you know what I did? I drop kicked that son of a bitch into the next row of brain. Oh, damn! Is that is that the cruelty to animals charge? Well, no, Brent. She kind of she understood because I mean she was kind of an old bitty, but you know she uh, she understood that I. Because the cat, what happened was she went over and healed me. I screamed, and then I, he made me scared, and, and I kicked my calf in the flank, and that that freaking key Angus main cross I got kicked me right in the nuts, Brent. Oh, man, right in the nuts, huh? Shit, yes, hell, I fell over, and then the, my, we got a damn charlet, kind of a two-tone charlet. We're going to show it as a semi or something. Son of a bitch jumped up and stepped on my arm. And that's right where I got my tattoo when I was in the Navy. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for your yeah, thank you for your service, whatever. Anyway, so, boy, that was really where it I picked that damn dog. That was all I could stand, Brent. I picked that son of a bitch dog up. I went over there, and it got one of them Sullivan's blowers. And this is where we had the two blowers on the car, and I stuck that hose right up that son of a bitch's ass. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. You stuck a blower? You stuck a, up the... Yeah, can you can't get the words out? Spit it out, sunshine. Well, I'm just trying to process what you're saying here. 
we'll process it because that's what <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> it was pretty dim. It was pretty funny. He blew up like a pissed off puffer fish swimming in freshwater. Well, that probably didn't help the charges then, did it? I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this thing got, you know, how you got the charges dropped. Ah, shit, she knows who I am. I've won that thing three years running, and I tell you what, ain't nobody going to get Harlan Cunningham. No shit when it comes down to the nut cutting. <laughs> or the nut kicking. Boy, you're a pretty funny son of a bitch there, you know you, Brent? Well, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, so back to the story. So I want to know, so you got kicked in the groin, got stepped on by the arm, and then you stuck a blower up the rear end of this dog. So then what happened? Well, you can imagine. She screamed and hollered. She called for her husband. And... Sorry, Brenda. I cigarettes. i got to get off of these camel toes. Campbells. Campbells. Anyway. And please remember, Harlan, this is a you know, PG-13. Sorry. I'm sorry, Brenda. It's just it's, it's one of these stories, and I'm already rough as it is. And... Just kind of, it's kind of hard to get over. All right, so tell me. So you get kicked, you get kicked, you get stepped on, and you basically violate this dog with a Sullivan's double blow dryer. Well, yeah, I mean Sullivan's got the best shit in the whole in the wholesale bar, show bar. I got, I don't get none of that off brand stuff. I went over to the trailer, and hell, he gave me a pretty good deal. They got me some refurbished turbo. Uh, can I stop you there, Harlan? Oh, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, so I blow this dog up, and he kind of squeals and squirms. He kind of, you know. He kind of blows up, and he goes running back to that old bitty, and, and she, of course, she picks him up and starts crying and everything. And then, there, of course, there was a couple kids that's watching the whole thing going down, and she tried to make me feel bad for scaring the kids and everything, and I told her, like, listen, bitch, you, you better be lucky that show stick wasn't in, in arms reach, otherwise I'd have given that thing a scratching, and I ain't talking about on the floor, you know what I'm talking about. You kind of went urban there for a minute, Harlan. Don't even go there. So anyway, so we kind of got into it. She called me an old bastard, and I called her a fat tub of guts. And, you know, back and forth, led to one another. And by this time, her stepdad had, had called the – Her stepdad? How old is this lady? What? 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 How, how old was she? I said, well, I'm 16. I thought you said this was a lady, Harlan. A lady? This is a kid. A kid. Well, she looked 30 is what I'm trying to – she looked 30. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty common response. I did – yeah, lady. I mean, hey, 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 hey. I got to cut that out. So, sorry. I, anyway, yeah, she's 16. But, by gosh, she was 16 going on 65, if you ask me. Anyway, so she starts crying and calling her stepdad. Well, he comes running over here from the snack bar and – He's got his old crusty, you know, sandwich and everything and threatens to whip my ass. And I stand up and we get into it. We're bumping guts. And he calls, and his wife calls the cops. Anyway, they show up about 10 minutes later. And anyway, we get into it. Anyway, I told him, like, the, cop, the cop's like, well, what can I do? What can we do to make this uh, settle down? I don't really want to have to take anybody to jail and all this and that. So uh, I said, well, all right. I, I guess I probably should have blowed your dog up and everything. Well, yeah, I'd say so. And anyway, so I said, all right, just take your effing dog and go home and don't bring it back to the damn steer show. Because I don't know. I asked, you know, during the whole middle of this thing, I'm like, did you ever want to read Hank the Cow Dog? 
do cat do dogs and cattle aren't they kind of like enemies? Well, I mean, you do have a point there. Definitely yeah, I've got a point. I got a damn good point. Well, anyway, so the coffee kind of stood there and took down some notes and everything. And well, when it all came down to it, we kind of. Well, I didn't shake the damn hand because hell, then that's like. Wait a minute! You, there was a, a simple battery. Now, simple battery's not on a. That's not on a an animal. That's on a you know on a person to person. Well, I kind of got into it with the dad. He had one of them, one of them little pissant bolo ties on, and I pulled it up and I tied it up around his neck, and I kind of twirled it around. And they kind of got all pissed off about that. And fortunately, he he dropped the charges there too. Sorry, my margaritas. This son of a bitch gave me on the rocks. I told him I wanted to crush, and he didn't even give me a damn umbrella. I'm after to open up a can on somebody here. Anyway, so we got all over that. And we just kind of went our separate ways. And, of course, that son of a bitch, he goes and wins his class in the first game. But you know what? It was the damnedest thing. You know, Brent, he, uh, he got first in the ring A, and then ring B, he was like he was like next to last. I don't know what the hell was going on there. I, I knew that son of a bitch was straighter than hell. But hell, I guess that first judge didn't see. So, yeah, 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 the steer show. The steer show. So, is that, is that how'd y'all do? Well, we won our class. We actually got reserved. We got reserved Gert, and, um, you know, was pretty happy about that. We got a nice little, uh, well, she got a plaque. But you know what they gave out in ring B? What, for, for champion? Yeah, for champion. Yeah. They gave, uh, sorry, I got into your microphone there, but they gave out fanny packs. Can you believe that bullshit? What? Nobody wears fanny Nobody wears fanny packs anymore. I mean, come on. I'm still getting this straight. I think I was in your phone that time. Yeah, well, you know, you're still learning. Well, uh, moral of the story is, Brent, leave your GD dogs at home because them little MFers, they'll get under them cattle. They'll get somebody hurt. They'll get somebody kicked in the nuts. I almost turned that dog into a, I don't know what you call a dog without nuts, but it's, I'd have made him a nutless dog if he had nuts anyway because I was about to drop kick him in the next week if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I follow you. So, um, your band... I hear you're banned from the show now. Yeah, shit, I can't, I can't, I gotta stay within 500 yards of that place, otherwise it's, <sighs> I'm gonna have to watch him on FaceTime or something now. Well, you know, maybe that's for the better, you know, you don't want to start up any stuff. Well, I suppose you're right. Harlan, hey, I mean, it's been a, it's been a joy, it's been a great time listening to your story, I'm so, I'm glad that things turned out without any charges or any, you know, there was any, uh, jail time involved. Well, you know, it, it, it wouldn't have been the first time I've been stuck in a pokey. I was in the Navy after. Yeah, we'll have to get that story next time. Well, Harlan, thanks, buddy. Um, we hope you come back uh, another time. We really enjoyed having you on here. And, uh, you know, it's always great to have a little fresh faith. Yeah, you, you tell that landed son of a... Okay, Harlan, everybody. Harlan Cunningham. He's a concrete guy. You can get all of your... We should have used him as a sponsor this week. We had Harlan Cunningham here. Um great guest we hope we have him back he's a live wire to say nonetheless but hopefully that uh filled in your landing landing uh void if that were, as it were. so uh guys we're gonna get out of here we had harder we had farm talk we had you know support your uh, dripple advocate and radar ricardo i think he's, he's actually here tonight and uh hey ricardo how's it going hey cabron hey Michael, man. That hard, man. that's a crazy white boy yeah, I know. He's a, you know, we got to get some crazy people on here sometimes. But 
Guys, until next time, we hope uh, y'all stick with us. Hopefully, we'll be back on a weekly basis. We kind of got everything uh, straightened out. And um, until next time, guys, y'all stay safe out there. Y'all um, get into the farm, and we hope y'all have got good emergence in that Midwest area. And um, we hope you have a good crop. But until next time, we're going to ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by... Have you got the drip? We've got the drip oil for you. We are your drip oil advocate. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved and now a member of the Global Ag Network. Thanks to Harlan Cunningham and all the folks down at Cunningham Concrete. <laughs>